Well, we are going to continue with Psalm 23. Uh, before we get into the message today, just a, a couple of things uh, I want to just, just to say. Uh, first thing, just regarding Facebook, uh, as we watch these messages each week on Facebook, uh, I want to encourage you to, to share the messages. Uh, do you know there are people out there, uh, some of them, maybe your friends, your family, uh, who are out there and just need to hear uh, a word from God. Uh, and so I would encourage you, click on share, uh, and you never know who uh, is going to hear uh, this message today. Uh, even uh, say a short prayer before you click on share and just say, God, will you let this message just come before someone that needs to hear it? And then just press share uh, and allow the Holy Spirit to direct uh, where this message ends up. Uh, also, uh, in a few weeks' time, when this series ends, uh, we will be celebrating Pentecost Sunday. Uh, and, you know, I would love to hear what the Holy Spirit is doing um, today in your life. You know, even in this time of lockdown, I, I want to say that the Holy Spirit is not in lockdown. He is out there working in people's lives, transforming lives, uh, transforming the lives of you, uh, of your friends, of your family. Uh, and so we want to hear those stories. Uh, and so help us. Uh, can you make a short video, uh, two minutes, just sharing briefly what the Holy Spirit is doing in your life, doing through your life, uh, and just send us it through WhatsApp or through email. Uh, for those that are not too technical, uh, why don't you just write out your, your short testimony, a paragraph, uh, just sharing what the Holy Spirit has been doing in your life. And then on Pentecost Sunday, uh, we have put all these messages, all these testimonies together, uh, and we will, we will show them uh, that Sunday morning in celebration of the power of the Holy Spirit. We don't want to just talk about what the Holy Spirit does. We want to hear testimonies of what the Holy Spirit is actually doing in our lives. So please uh, share them with us. Any information you want, any help, uh, then please contact me. Uh, psalm 23, we started a couple of weeks ago. Uh, a psalm that I believe speaks into our lives today. Uh, it's a psalm that speaks into our struggles. It's a psalm that speaks into our difficulties, our, our challenges. Um, and we are indeed in difficult and challenging times at the minute. Uh, and so this is a psalm, I believe, which is pertinent to today. Uh, psalm 23 is a message of hope. It's a message of trust. It's a message of life um, under the care of the Good Shepherd. Uh, in the first week, uh, we discovered David is the writer of this psalm. Uh, David uh, was a shepherd, uh, and he identifies uh, in this psalm with the sheep, that he is identifying himself as a sheep under the care of a shepherd. And he declares who his shepherd is, and his shepherd is the Lord. The Lord is my shepherd. And I want to say today, the Lord is your shepherd also. Uh, each week, uh, or each verse, uh, I believe, can be summed up in two words. 
uh, this verse 1 can be summed up in protection and provision. Under the care of our good shepherd, we can know protection and we can know provision. Last week we looked at verse 2. Uh, and I would uh, the two words I would use for this verse, rest and refreshing. Uh, and we discovered uh, in verse 1 who the shepherd is. As we enter into verse 2, we discover what the shepherd does for us. Last week, uh, we looked at he makes us lie down in green pastures. He leads us beside quiet waters. Uh, really looking at the importance of building rest and refreshment into our lives. Uh, I quoted one doctor who said that if we don't come apart and rest, we will come apart. Uh, and my prayer is that if, if you are sensing yourself coming apart, uh, then the Holy Spirit will just come and just bring rest and refreshment into your life. Uh, today, uh, we are going to be looking at uh, verse 3. Uh, verse 3, He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Uh, the two words that I would use for this verse would be rescue and restoration. Rescue and restoration. We will discover uh, that this restoring our soul is a, not, a lot more uh, than just feeling down uh, and the Lord coming and cheering us up. Uh, it goes a lot deeper uh, than this. The literal translation of he restores my soul is he brings me back. He brings me back. Some translations even have. He causes me to repent. Uh, as a former shepherd, David understood uh, the nature of the sheep. He knew the sheep's bad habits. He knew the dangers that they get into. He knew that they get lost. Uh, and so how many of us uh, watching today, uh, as we apply this to our life, how many are in that place of uh, unhealthy habits in our life, uh, that we are troubled in our life? Maybe we are feeling lost. Uh, maybe someone watching today and you just feel lost. Uh, then I want to let you know we have a good shepherd, Jesus, who knows where you are, he knows what you need, and he is looking for you. And I believe that he will, can restore your soul. Uh, shepherds uh, in the Middle East uh, will say that when a sheep is lost, uh, it normally hides under a rock or a bush uh, and just shakes uh, and bleats, um, just stays there uh, until someone uh, finds it. Uh, the shepherd has to find the sheep before wild animals find the sheep and normally has to be carried back on the shoulders of the shepherd. Uh, a lot of research uh, I have enjoyed uh, looking at uh, the job of a shepherd, uh, particularly in the Middle East, uh, a lot of times where these scriptures are written from in that context. And uh, there is something uh, that happens to sheep, uh, that sheep get cast 
uh, an old English shepherd's term uh, for a sheep that has turned over on its back and cannot get up by itself is called a cast sheep. It's been cast down. Uh, particularly happens with heavy sheep. Uh, the, the wool uh, is long fleeced. Um, the wool collects mud, it collects dirt, it collects dung. Uh, just things just cling to the wool. Uh, the wool becomes too heavy for the sheep, uh, which is why uh, a sheep can't go near running water, because if it ends up in the water, uh, the wool becomes too heavy uh, and just sucks the, the, the sheep under. Uh, so a cast sheep, uh, the sheep would roll on the ground uh, to relax and stretch out. Uh, suddenly, the centre of gravity in the body shifts and so turns on its back uh, far enough that the feet no longer touch the ground. As it lies there, unable to move, gases in the stomach uh, build up in the rumen. Uh, and as these expand, they restrict uh, the blood circulation to the extremities of the body and the sheep, especially the legs. Uh, and so here we have a sheep who has been cast, will lie there, uh, unable to help itself, in need of rescue. Uh, and the shepherd, as he searches for the sheep uh, and discovers the sheep, will normally get the sheep back on its feet again, holding it um, and just letting the blood circulate, sometimes even having to carry the sheep back home. Uh, some sheep weighing, some lambs weighing uh, as much as 70 pounds. Uh, the rescue, bringing me back, uh, is not accomplished by the sheep. It can only be accomplished by the shepherd. Uh, we remember the story, don't we, in Luke chapter 15, where Jesus talks about a lost sheep, a lost coin, and a lost son. Uh, Luke 15, it says, So Jesus told them this story. If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them gets lost, what will he do? Won't he leave the 99 others in the wilderness and go and search for the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he will joyfully carry it home on his shoulders. And when he arrives, he will call together his friends and neighbours saying, Rejoice with me because I have found my lost sheep. Uh, today, uh, where are you? Uh, are you lost? Are you in that place of lostness? Uh, then I want to encourage you to cry out to the shepherd, Jesus, who will rescue you, who will bring you back and restore you today. Look further on, says that Jesus has come to seek out and give life to those who are lost. Jesus seeks us out in our lostness and us being cast down and he brings us back. He restores my soul. He restores your soul. Uh, why don't you tell yourself, declare it even now in your living room or in your bed or wherever you are, he restores my soul. Come on, say it. Come on, declare it. He restores my soul. As lost sheep, their only hope is in the shepherd. And today for us, in our lives, 
as we identify with the sheep, that our only hope is in the shepherd, the good shepherd, Jesus. Again, the word of God says it's God's kindness that leads us to repentance. It's God's kindness that brings us back. It brings us back. Uh, And I want to just mention uh, that maybe there's some people out there and you have walked away from God that you used to be part of a church, uh, circumstances and situations have caused you to, to drift, uh, and now you just sense that you are in that place of, of lostness, being lost, then I want to tell you, it's not too late to return home. Let your cry just reach uh, the ears of the shepherd, um, and as you uh, repent uh, to turn back, he will bring you back into the family of God. He's not angry with you. He has not fallen out with you. He loves you and he cares for you. Someone needs to hear that today. God loves you. He loves you. He loves you. Uh, We can't bring ourselves back. Only the shepherd can do that. Are you cast down? Look to the shepherd. When we are lost, the shepherd searches for us and he finds us. When we fall, and I'm sure many of us do, as pastors, uh, we trip up uh, at times. Uh, The shepherd carries us. When we are in pain, the shepherd heals us. He rescues and restores us. David himself Uh, cried out in Psalm 42, Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Saviour and my God. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Uh, And for the many of us that are watching, many of us that are listening, the many of us that will hear this message, uh, why, and maybe you, that is your question, why my soul, why am I down? How can I get out of this? Then, like the psalmist is encouraging us to do, to put your hope in God. Even in your feeling of being cast down, can you raise a cry of praise and declaration that that you are under the care of the good shepherd, that he is the one who rescues and restores. Talked a bit about the sheep being cast down and the weight of the wool, and it got me thinking uh, that there are many people who may be listening, uh, and you are just weighed down uh, by life, by worry, by fear, You know that there's something just missing in your life. You feel lost. uh, And you just sense that you need to get your life back on track. Back on that right path. Then a cry to God. Ask for his help. He, as I said, can be the one and is the one who will restore you and bring you back home into his care, his love, his compassion. Isaac Watts, uh, who wrote many a hymn, uh, says this, He brings my wandering spirit back when I forsake his ways 
and leads me for his mercy's sake in paths of truth and grace. You know, sometimes, as I have discovered, God allows us to get to that place of brokenness so that he can restore us. You know, it's foolish, isn't it, for a sheep to be thinking, uh, once uh, I'm back on my feet, uh, once I'm not in this cast position, then I will uh, get help from the shepherd. How many of us in our life, how many of us, uh, that has been our our conversation. Uh, Once I get my life back, on track, then I will get back to God. Uh, once I, I get my life back, once I'm back on my feet, then I'll get back to church and get back into a relationship with God. Uh, I want to tell you, uh, in your own strength, that will never happen. You need the help and the care of the shepherd. You need God's help. And you can't do it. Only the shepherd can do for us what we can't do for ourselves. Is this encouraging you today? My prayer is is it's speaking to to your life today. He leads me on paths of righteousness for his name's sake. You know, the truth is that we don't like being led. Uh, We want to go our own way. Uh, We want to do our own thing. Uh, and Isaiah uh, in, in the Old Testament uh, says that all of us, like sheep, have strayed away. We have left God's path to follow our own. The shepherd is very careful about where he leads his sheep. He has a reputation uh, to keep as a good shepherd in looking after the sheep. And so he acts out of his own integrity. A path of righteousness, I want to say today, that is not a life of rules and regulations. That is a place, that is religion. That is religion. And I want to suggest, in paths of righteousness, paths of right relationships, uh, that he will lead us in paths of right relationships. Uh, first and foremost, it's that restoration of a relationship with God. And it's a relationship with others. Uh, as God's word says, to love God with all our heart, soul and mind, and love others as ourselves. Uh, we can't uh, lead ourselves. Uh, we need someone to lead us. Uh, And I want to say that Jesus uh, can be trusted. He is the one who will lead you uh, in the right path for your life. He is the one who will lead us in paths of righteousness. Uh, Do you need a shepherd like we we have been listening to? Uh, Do you need a shepherd like the one in Psalm 23? Uh, More importantly, do you want a shepherd like this? Uh, To know security, to know his love, to know his compassion, 
then you need to bring yourself under the care of the shepherd. Are you staying close to the shepherd? Are you close to the shepherd? Are you staying near? Is your eyes fixed on Jesus, the author and the perfecter and the finisher of your faith? Or maybe, as I said earlier, you have wandered away. Then I want to say to you today, it's time to come back. It's time to cry out to God for his help. Uh, Repentance, uh, that word, restore my soul, as I said, to bring me back, to cause me to repent. Uh, And maybe your words today could be, God, I am sorry, I have went my own way. Help me and bring me back into your love and care. Restore my soul and lead me in the right paths. Today, put your life in the care of the shepherd. His name can be trusted. He is your protector. He is your peace. He is your rescuer. He is your restorer. He is your provider. Do you know, Jesus is everything that your life needs. And I want to encourage you to bring your life under his care. He restores my soul and he leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. I pray today that this message has encouraged you. And and we're going to close in prayer. Then we're going to hear a song called He Restores My Soul. And during this song, wherever you are in your home, why don't you just spend some time reflecting Uh, on this verse, um, on the words that you've heard this morning, uh, and thank God uh, that Jesus is the good shepherd who laid down his life for you and for me. Let me pray uh, for us. Father God, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your care. We thank you for your compassion We thank you, Jesus, that you are the good shepherd. And when we find ourselves in our lives cast down in places where we need help, we thank you that you hear every prayer, every cry for help. Even now that you hear the cries from people's hearts today and that need for help. Thank you that you restore our soul. You bring us back because of your great love. We thank you for the cross. And as we would take communion together, as we would celebrate the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross and his resurrection, his blood spilled for us, his body broken, the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. And today I declare that we are under the expert care of our good shepherd. Father, let this message just reach hearts and minds today. And Father, may people listening and those that will listen just hear you speak to their hearts, Father God, and that we would indeed see many, many men and women who have been restored back into right relationship with you. 
We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So let's just take some time in quietness uh, and just as you just celebrate uh, communion together in your home. Uh, and I just want to just, just say that you are indeed uh, blessed uh, to be a blessing. Uh, God bless uh, and we'll see you next week. everyone. Uh, thank you for joining us uh, this morning. Uh, my prayer is that you would be blessed by this message today, that the Holy Spirit uh, would reveal uh, just some truths, the truth of God's Word uh, to your life uh, today. Uh, over the, the last five weeks we have been journeying through Psalm 23. Uh, today we reach uh, verse 6, the conclusion of uh, of this great psalm. I'm sure, uh, like me, you have discovered uh, many great truths uh, from this psalm for your life. Uh, this is a psalm uh, that, that was written by David, uh, David who was a shepherd, um, and here uh, puts himself, identifies uh, with the sheep under the care of the shepherd. Uh, David uh, reflects on his life. He reflects on, on the care that he receives uh, from the shepherd. Uh, who is David's shepherd? Well, he declares it boldly. He declares it confidently. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. Do you know, this psalm uh, is a reminder uh, to us of our need for God. David here in this psalm uh, is acknowledging his, his need and his dependence upon the care of the shepherd. Uh, and this is indeed a reminder to us that we need God in our life. Do you know, we need his guidance. We need his comfort. We need his provision in our life. Do you know, when we walk through just things of life, the difficulties, the, the troubled times, the, the doctor's report that it's not a good one. Uh, when we are just facing uh, the stuff of life, it's so good to know uh, that the Lord, God is walking through with us through these difficult times um, and that we can put our trust and our dependence upon him. Do you know why do we need a shepherd. Uh, do you know, they do say that people uh, are a bit like sheep. Uh, we do stupid things. We mess up at times. We get lost. Uh, the Bible declares to us uh, that all we, like sheep, have gone astray. Each has turned to his own way. Do you know, in life, when we try and live our lives our own way and in our own strength, do you know, we mess up. We get ourselves into to a mess sometimes, don't we? Uh, we, we? We get lost in life. Um, and so we, we do need uh, the leading of uh, God in our life. Do you know, we, we, we look after things or we 
we follow after things, don't we, um, that look good, um, but are not necessarily good uh, for our life. Uh, this world, uh, our world, uh, would offer uh, so many things that look good, um, but certainly not good for us, well, certainly not spiritually, uh, and will just bring harm into our life. Um, and so it is so important uh, to know who we are following, what we are following. You know, I read uh, an interesting article uh, on the BBC website uh, from 2005 um, about some sheep. Uh, I'll, I'll just read uh, what it says. It says that Turkish shepherds watched in horror as hundreds of their sheep followed each other over a cliff. First, one sheep went over the cliff edge only to be followed by the whole flock. According to the reports, more than 400 sheep died in the 15 metre fall. Who could understand that one sheep walking off a cliff and others would follow? Do you know, sheep, they do stupid things. Do you know, and tragic story, uh, it's a reminder uh, that of the importance uh, of who we follow. David here um, is reiterating um, his, who he's following. Um, and in this verse today, he also acknowledges that what follows him, and it's so important uh, to be to understand um, who we are following and what follows our life. Uh, verse 6 uh, that we have reached today says this in Psalm 23. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I will live in the house of the Lord forever. Uh, the Passion Translation says it like this. So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence to be with you forever. And, and here in this verse, David, as he has reflected on his care under the, the shepherd, um, he now looks to the future. He looks ahead and he declares uh, what follows him and he declares where he will live. Do you know, in this verse, there is a challenge. There's a challenge about the choices I believe that we make. David here, um, with the choices that he has made, has discovered that goodness and unfailing love will follow his life. And that he is making the choice that he will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Do you know what follows you? Do you know that's the title uh, of this message? What follows you? What follows your life? <clears throat> have you discovered, as I have, that our past can follow us? Uh, the things that we felt were well away in the past 
uh, suddenly uh, are there at our heels, that our past uh, catches up with us. Uh, David uh, discovered this himself, that his past caught up with him. Uh, David, uh, when he sinned with Bathsheba, he had uh, uh, he committed adultery. Um, he had Bathsheba's husband killed, um, and thought that he'd get away with it, and that nobody knew, but God knew, uh, and God revealed this to Nathan the prophet, uh, and Nathan. Uh, confronted David uh, with his past uh, and with his sin. Uh, David uh, responded wisely. That's why the Bible can declare David was a man after God's own heart. Uh, David confessed his sin and David threw himself upon the mercy of God. He made the right choice. Surely goodness and unfailing love will follow me. You know, one version uh, says, will hunt me down. Wow, that, that's just so encouraging that we can have that in our life. Surely goodness and unfailing love will follow us, will hunt us down in our life. Uh, do you know... Are we saying uh, that as we give ourselves to God, as we put ourselves under the care of the shepherd, that only good, only goodness, only good things will follow after us, that we will have no more problems? Uh, I'd love to be able to say we would have no problems, but let me tell you, uh, trouble and hardship, we, we still face uh, that in life. Uh, Jesus himself said it in John 16:33. it says here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows but take heart because I have overcome the world Romans 8:28 says from the, the Passion Translation uh, so we are convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven together to fit into God's perfect plan of bringing good into our lives. You know, putting our faith, putting our trust in God is a choice. And you know, the good things, and good things can follow our lives. Uh, even out of pain, even out of difficult situations, God can bring these things, bring good out of these things. God works together for good to those that love him. Do you know there was another thought as I've been reflecting on this uh, and I asked myself what, what follows my life? What do I leave behind? Uh, do you know in, when I'm uh, gone, uh, when I'm, I've left this earth, uh, what will people uh, say about me? Uh, have I left behind just a, a, a mess? Have I left behind destruction um, in my conversations uh, with people, in my relationships? Have I left um, bitterness or unforgiveness 
um, these issues of life? Or do I leave behind the fragrance of Jesus? Do I leave behind uh, compassion? Uh, do I leave behind uh, just love? Do I leave behind tenderness? These good things. Uh, do you know, not necessarily when I'm dead, but even now, as we in our conversations and our relationships, let's be, be aware of what we are leaving behind. And let's be uh, men and women who will just leave behind the fragrance of God, of his love, of his compassion. Uh, in these days that we are living in with the, the, the lockdown uh, for our neighbours and our friends, that, that we will show the love and care and the compassion of Jesus uh, in our life. You know, David goes on uh, to say, and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. Do you know, is David talking about in eternity when he is dead, when he has left the earth? Um, or is he talking about uh, his life uh, well spent on earth? Well, I want to suggest it could probably mean both. Um, yes, uh, for those of us that know Jesus Christ, that have a relationship with Jesus, that we have brought our life under his care, there will be a day when we leave this earth and we will spend eternity uh, with him. But David here uh, is not necessarily uh, talking about a physical house, but living more in the awareness of God's presence. Uh, I, I believe um, it can be like living in the house forever can be a state of mind. You know, we hear uh, so many times uh, people where they, they live with fear, where they live with pain, they live with their past, uh, they live with addictions of, of all sorts, uh, and in their life uh, they, they say, well, I've learned to live with it. A state of mind. Uh, well, I want to say, uh, for some of these things, and, and there's people watching there needs to be an eviction uh, in your life of some of these things to let uh, the Lord, the, let Jesus come and just deal with some of this stuff uh, in your life. Do you know, perfect love drives out fear. Jesus died on the cross that we could know healing. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Uh, and so I want to encourage you uh, to ask God just to, to, to deliver you from some of these things uh, from your life, not to, to live with it. David wants to live the rest of his days in the house of God, talking about the presence of God. Uh, being more aware of his presence um, and that's the place I would encourage you that's the place I want to uh, to be uh, each day living more in the awareness of God's presence Do you know I'm reminded of Jacob uh, when he uh, slept and had the dream of the ladder from heaven to earth uh, and as he awoke in the morning 
that place, Bethel, house of God, uh, that he declared, surely God was in this place and I was not aware of it. Do you know, there is times in our life when we are not aware uh, of God's presence uh, in our life. Uh, and you know, I, I want to encourage, I want to challenge, uh, I want to to ask you to, to live your life and let that be your prayer, that we would be more aware of his presence, that for the rest of our days, that we would live in the presence of God. Do you know, with the Lord as my shepherd, when we make the Lord our shepherd and willingly come under his care, do you know, things change in our life. Things change in our life. David, again, a few uh, Psalms later, uh, in Psalm 27, declares this. Here's one thing I crave from God, the one thing I seek above all else. I want the privilege of living with him every moment in his house, finding the sweet loveliness of his face, filled with awe, delighting in his glory and grace. I want to live my life so close to him that he takes pleasure in my every prayer. Wow, what a place to be. What a place to be. Is that your prayer? Is that your desire? Living with him every moment in his house, finding the sweet loveliness of his face, filled with awe, delighting in his glory and grace, living our lives so close to him that he takes pleasure in our every prayer. Wow, the presence of God. That is the presence of God. Do you know, this psalm has certainly been a psalm of revelation, certainly been to me, uh, of God's protection, his provision of his presence, of the refreshing that he brings to our life, that he renews us, he restores us. Do you know, and when we find our identity in him and our security in him, do you know, it brings, I believe it brings freedom to our life. It brings freedom to deal with life confidently, knowing that he is with us that we can walk through life confident that God is with us, that he is indeed the Lord my shepherd. I will close uh, and finish with a story uh, that I read. It says a woman received an invitation to a high society luncheon where the guest of honour was a famous movie actor. As the lunch was winding down, the actor was asked if he would recite something that was well known. What would you like me to recite, he said. From the back of the room, the woman called out, Will you recite the 23rd Psalm? The actor strained to see who suggested the psalm. He looked at her and said, OK, I will. I will agree to recite the 23rd Psalm if you will agree to recite it back when I have finished. 
It was an odd request. And the guests stared at the woman to see what her response would be. And she agreed. And she did so. So the actor stood on the podium as he flashed his gleaming Hollywood smile, made eye contact with every guest in the room, took a deep breath and began, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, he maketh me. And the way that he emphasised the words was magical. The mastery of pause, the silence brought listeners to the edge of his seat as they waited his next word, his deep booming voice reverberating throughout the hall. When he finished, the guests jumped to their feet and rewarded him with a rousing standing ovation. It was now the woman's turn and so she came to the podium but made no eye contact. Instead she closed her eyes and with her frail and somewhat shaky voice, she too recited the 23rd Psalm. When she finished, there was no ovation. The guests were totally silent. You could hear a pin drop. A few appeared to have tears welling up in their eyes and an awkward silence continued. Sensing the shift, in the mood, the actor returned to the podium and said, I think I understand the difference in how you responded to her and how you responded to me. You see, I know the psalm, but she, she knows the shepherd. Do you know, as we make the truth of this psalm 23 an important part of our life, my prayer is, that through this psalm, that you would know the shepherd. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for this journey. We thank you for the journey through this psalm. We thank you for the truth of your word, that you, Jesus, are the good shepherd, that you provide, you care, you lead us, you protect us. You refresh our lives. And my prayer today is that we will just not, just not know the psalm, but Father, we would know you. Father, today, all over, in the houses, Lord, where people are watching, where people are listening, will you reveal yourself as the Good Shepherd? Father, we ask that you would pour out your love today. Father, for those that are weighed down by their past, Lord, we ask that you would just come and bring peace and comfort and healing. Father, those that are sick today, Lord, we ask for your healing power to fill bodies today and heal bodies. Father, we thank you Lord, for your great love. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are working and moving and transforming people's lives. Today, we ask for your blessing on our lives. 
We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. Uh, and just one more thing to say is that you are blessed to be a blessing. <laughs>